All right, today is Friday, October 23rd, a week before Halloween, right, I guess. All right, so welcome to your first Deal Experience Weekly Update. Here we go. We got market update news. Uh, then I catch you guys up on what I got going on the last seven days. And then last but not least, we've got something educational to wrap it all up in a little pretty bow. So let's get started with market news. First headline, according to National Association of Realtors, existing home sales is up. Uh, fourth consecutive month of increase. Uh, we look at the month of September, now most likely October as well. We're seeing fifth month. So five consecutive months of increase, 21% increase year over year compared to last year, 2019, same time. That's, that's a big number. Uh, we just, we just <laughs> the train doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Uh, out of uh, the, the federal basis, right? So if you're looking at nationally, uh, out of the total existing home sales increase, uh, the Northeast has experienced the highest increase in home sales. Median price, right, speaking of which, for existing home sales shows 14.8% increase year over year. And uh, if we're looking at the month of September, houses stayed on the market an average of 21 days, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, an all-time record low. And uh, to give you an idea, the same time last year, we were looking at 32 days on average uh, for the whole country. So again, that's 21 days, average days on market. That's 11 less than what that number was last year. And uh, speaking of September, the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage for all of September was 2.89%. So below 3% is what we're looking at for the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage in the month of September. So again, this housing market just continues to get hotter and hotter. Um, National Association of Realtor Analysts believe that the, um, the homes, the housing market is due to low mortgage rates. And sure, it could be, but um, I think it's that's pretty minuscule compared to the fact that, you know, no one wants to move and people, we have this migration of uh, towards the single family space. I think I can speak for myself and a lot of other people, you know, you go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's or a Menards on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, it's a full parking lot. You know, quarantine and stay at home orders have, you know, have put more focus towards the house and, you know, people are working remotely and um, people are looking for homes, but yet during times of financial uncertainty, no one wants to move. You know, no one wants to make um, that big financial jump during these these uncertain times, and that's fact, it's historical. So, you know, I think once we see a lot of the the forbearance wears off, I think we'll be back to normal. Uh, speaking of which, FHA extends forbearance request deadline from October 30th to December 31st. Um, in my opinion, I think they're just delaying the inevitable with uh, all these delinquencies and mortgages eventually uh, most likely going to turn over and cost some, some interesting waves. All right. So this past seven days for me, uh, it was a lot of meetings, uh, a lot of meetings for my company, Myati Partners Capital. And uh, we made some, some changes. So we, we did a lot of, uh, we're doing a lot of great things compared to what other real estate investment funds are doing. Uh, example being, we're actually allowing investors to own 100% of all the assets. You typically don't do that in a real estate fund. You typically, um, the GP, the general partner takes 
30% ownership and also cash flow. We will not be doing that. We're giving owners, uh, I mean, so we're giving investors 100% ownership and we're taking a 30% performance fee is what we're doing. So um, that's what we're, and also we're the only real estate investment fund uh, that I'm aware of at least based on uh, the many other real estate funds that I've checked out that actually has a risk and compliance department for our investors. So we're going to be uh, very risk mitigation centric in terms of what we do for our fund. I also spent some time in Boston, you know, Lisa and I, we spent a long weekend in the city of Boston and, you know, there's some good, some bad. And, you know, we went there on, on Friday and it was rainy and it was, the food wasn't as great as I thought. It just reminded me that Chicago really does have the best food in the country. Um, but there was a lot of great things that we did. You know, we checked out some cool museums. You know, the, the city obviously has phenomenal history. And I loved Boston. I loved being in Boston. So don't, don't, get, don't get me wrong. Um, there are some bumps, but, you know, I'm sure any city you go to, there's pros, there's cons, you know, nothing's perfect. And, you know, I had a great opportunity to meet up with my friend Dave Seymour, which he's been on this podcast before. And, you know, we've uh, made some couple, some YouTube videos with him. And we did one recently on commercial real estate. So if you want to go check that out on our channel, uh, feel free to do that. But it was great to just meet up with him. We sat and had coffee and, you know, it was, it was, it was a great time with Mastermind. And, you know, it was, it was great getting to know him a little bit better. So, you know, we had a good week. All right. So let's go ahead and, and, and finish this off with the educational component. So today I want to cover uh, subject to acquisition. And I think this is a very opportunistic for what will be coming in the next six to 12 months, in my opinion. But uh, a subject to acquisition is when an investor acquires a piece of real estate subject to the existing financing. So what happens is the investor takes over uh, the financing and takes control of title, but the existing loan stays in the seller's name. That's very, very important for us to understand. So uh, individuals' problems that are solved uh, are you know, sellers who maybe they um, haven't paid their taxes, maybe they haven't paid their mortgage, they're delinquent which we have the highest delinquency rate that we've ever had in this country since we started measuring it in 1979. So a very good acquisitional strategy for us to be educated about um, right now, especially. All right, y'all, thank you so much. I'll see you guys next Friday, day before Halloween. Hope you guys have a fantastic next seven days. And of course, if you guys want to reach out to me with questions, comments, uh, inquiries, uh, my email is daniel at thequackbrothers.com. All right, guys, have a phenomenal weekend. Have a phenomenal next seven days. I'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Daniel Kwok here once again. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the First Deal Experience Podcast. If you're wanting to do your first ever deal or scale your existing portfolio, I recently wrote a book to show you how I went from zero to 75 rental units in just one year. Just head over to zero to 75 units.com for your copy. Again, that's zero to 75 units.com. 